Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. So whole living is getting to a place of seeing the beauty, like a, a more substantial, deeper beauty in the stuff that can be hard and challenging for the fact that we have it available. And I know this seems like a really simplistic example, but it is. It's like if you smell a really bad odor, it's actually just being grateful for the fact that, oh my God, I can have a sense of smell. Because the people that wouldn't smell that, they're not smelling anything. They're not smelling the stuff that maybe is like ecstatic and, oh my God, can't get enough. The stuff that's so revolting, you just want to block your nose. But you can smell it. You can actually perceive it. And yeah, so just shifting, shifting, shifting. Um, I am not having a celebration of B Corp today, but there were three like really um, cool things today. Two were my own personal experience of how past conditioning and beliefs can so drastically impact and do so drastically impact our present moment experience and the extent to which beliefs can actually like totally annihilate what is actually going on. So the more profound one for me today was that a friend of mine who's doing some work that's filling up, it's just some stuff that she does and then the company asked her to do other stuff. So for a little while, She's had like a really full shed schedule that even on the weekends, she's prepping and and doing stuff for work. So I said to her, look, you have to take a break at some point. So on the weekend, it does take me an hour to sort of walk from my area to her area. And I said to her, you know what, I'll walk across to you so you're not spending any time on the commute. And if you feel like you you want to get out of your apartment, then let's meet somewhere close to you. So there's a community garden close to her. So this is what we've done in this busy, busy time. So recently then, this, this today, she messaged me in the week about let's meet at on Saturday. And then she said, let's meet at the botanical garden. She literally wrote botanical. But I was so convicted in my mind that there's no way she would walk because it's 40 minutes, um, about 40, 50 minutes walk from her place to the botanical garden. So if you take that both ways, plus if she takes an hour break, it's a long time. We're talking close on three hours when I was deliberately walking to her side so that her break would be an hour, hour and a half, and she wasn't taking time on the commute. So I was so convinced in that in my mind that she would never at this time, she loves walking, but she couldn't afford that amount of time. So even though she wrote Botanical Garden, my belief totally annihilated even processing. I swear to you, I looked at those words and my belief changed those words to community garden and I did not read botanical garden. It was just such a humbling experience on so many levels of number one, because then I arrive. I arrive at the community garden. I phone her to ask, where is she? And she's busy telling me about the entrance booth, the wooden hut entrance booth. And where she's in relation to that. And I'm like, what? Like, since when is there an entrance? And she's at the community, she's at the botanical gardens. And only after a while, and the more I was describing where I was standing, because both of them have got water, 
And she kept insisting on this entrance, which I couldn't make sense of until eventually, like, we ma- understood that she's at the botanical garden and I'm at the community garden, which has no wooden hut entrance. And I had a massive lesson in terms of compassion, where I may blatantly, easily, clear as day, give an instruction to someone, and they can mess up. Because for some reason, they're just not clear, they're not centered, their mind's distracted, and they just don't do something I asked at the time that I asked and it just happens and it's not I didn't intentionally meet at the wrong place oh my god so that was the one thing of having huge compassion for other people when even an instruction be clear as day and you can still mess up and then also just about how my belief so obliterated annihilated any recognition of actual reality and then on a smaller scale, I had that as well, where another friend of mine was who has a car was picking me up. So there's a bus stop. Uh, and like for me to make sure I was standing at the right bus stop, I was at the botanical garden because then I did eventually go there. And depending what direction of the street you travel, the botanical garden is going to be on your left or it's going to be on your right. So to describe which bus stop I was standing on, I now was describing if you were driving in a car, that the botanical garden be on your left. But now that is based on South Africa is a left side of the road driving country. Even though I now live in Israel, which is a right side of the road driving country, I am so preconditioned to left side driving that in that moment of figuring that out, he then replied saying, no, it's the other side. And at the time, like, I was so convinced I was like, what does he mean it's the other side? And then I was like, oh, because we're driving on the right now. Because if you're driving on the right, the botanical garden's on your right, not on your left. Oh, so everything. It was just, again, such a lesson of how my past belief and conditioning was affecting my present. And also how when you can't see something, like when you're so convinced of something in a certain way, because I was seeing it as left-hand driving, it didn't matter like I couldn't see it but in the moment of seeing it's clear as day so both of these were huge lessons in compassion and oh my god yes I just definitely want to create some sort of little symbol or reminder because wow wow big one huge 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 because I know I can have a tendency to get irritated with someone when I've given them a clear instruction and then they mess up yeah I couldn't have had a clearer instruction And I completely messed up. Oh, my God. And then the other thing that I wanted to share, which was really also beautiful, is how sometimes life doesn't mean it's a guarantee of it, but it's an invitation to something. So this friend was telling me about um, a woman he'd met who had multiple sclerosis. And as far as he knew, she'd made the decision to have a child, even when she knew she had this diagnosis. So I think there's not an issue with passing it on in terms of hereditary, but there was a strong likelihood that she would pass while her child was still a minor. And it was just interesting because on the one hand, there's this tendency to like, I mean, you never know. Parents, you have kids, you, you never know if, if something's going to happen to you. You take that chance. And here, where she knows there's a higher probability that she's not going to make it to her daughter's like 18th, there can be a tendency to initially like think, well, why would you even want to bring a child into the world? But then on the other hand, there'd be 
not that, because my friend said it doesn't mean it would be like that. There'd be the invitation for that to have a greater sense of awareness and appreciation for every moment of parenting and the journey together as mother and daughter. And you would probably speak much more openly about things like death, about passing on, about love and connection, about being grateful for the time that you do have with somebody and that life is still beautiful. And, you know, sometimes there are people that you love that you're going to have to journey on without them. Um, but there'd be so much more presence. And it was just interesting because when I said this to my friend, he's like, yeah, but it doesn't mean it's going to be like that. And it's like, yeah, there's the invitation. So even when there are challenges, the challenges bring the invitation to live with more awareness and appreciation and gratitude when there's a surrender and not a fighting for the fact that that's the way it is. You know, at a certain point of just like accepting that is her diagnosis. And I remember also in the early days, of my divorce when things were a lot more acrimonious and you know like not really so calm and easy um with my kid's dad and like and also just with the reality of being divorced of the kids aren't you're not always in a home together and I just took it as more this is what it is so having a much more heightened sense of appreciation and awareness for the times we had together and the things that I did that possibly like families that are all together all the time don't even think about. So it doesn't mean it's going to be that way, but it's just that in challenging times to kind of breathe and relax into like breathe and relax and embrace that longing for it to be different. But if it is the way that it is also to just breathe and relax into accepting and then seeing how it can serve and just appreciate how it can, how you can live with a greater sense of appreciation and attentiveness and all of that. So my dear friends, on this glorious note, I'm going to leave and love you and may, may you also just have huge compassion for the fact that people can get things wrong, we can get things wrong and just to be aware aware of our beliefs and just be open to the current new moment fresh (laughs) because those beliefs and stuff from the past can so sway and affect what is really going on right here right now and here it is in challenging times to looking for the opportunities to be more grateful more present more just with the beauty um, of what we can find So happy adventuring, precious soul, until we meet again.